This is the Music Gems Podcast with Gemma Maddox, where we talk about artists, producers, songwriters, gems of the music world, and their stories. Hello, it's Gem. Welcome to this episode. I'm excited to introduce you to your new favourite producer and songwriter duo, Dylan and James from RIP Youth. They've just dropped their latest single with Bombs Away and Regan. You love, if you haven't heard it, make sure you have a listen. But I'm joined right now by the guys, Dylan and James. Welcome to the Music Gems podcast. And you guys have been friends for a while now, haven't you? Well, we've known each other for probably about eight years, I think. We've been writing together and producing together and just hanging out. And eventually we were just like, you know what, let's just start making our own music and putting it out there. And, you know, that way we can just sort of have more creative control over the the music that people hear and getting to work with all these cool artists all the time. Like, why don't we just form our own band? So imagine a couple of years ago, people being interested in one, DJs as much as they were and two, producers and writers. Like, I mean, can you believe Spotify has its own page for songwriters now, even just that? Um, And, you know, having a life for the stories that we tell and what we're able to do together seems to me like it should uh, be more into our control now that we're not physically pressing and distributing singles. That's so cool. And it's good how you guys have lots of freedom, whereas like even now in the music industry, like it's I find like other artists and stuff like that. It's so hard for them to put out music that they want to put out and like actually do things they want to do. So it's good how you guys have that creative um, side for like writing and producing to you know do it together and like get other artists on board it wasn't always that way i came fresh out of australia and i thought i was the shit because i just got a gold record on my first ever song that i put out ah, so cool, it was brian mcfadden's kevin Rush, <laughs> and i was like sweet this is so easy like this is i can do this <laughs> and then so like moved to la and then found dylan through uh someone that works at management and we grew together which is really nice too because i wasn't much of a producer you know i know my way around a melody and uh the writing part of it but then to have dylan grow and have the patience to go and learn the tools and be able to um hone that craft was really cool even though i wasn't as involved in that process um it was nice to then have a vehicle for me to express my production side and my thoughts and the way that we could make those sonic goodies come to life and he understood my language, which is not, uh, it's like a made up language that you just have to kind of like, it's a lot of sounds and noises and um, but uh, it's- Ocarina, so good. flutes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I'm a handful. So yeah, we, we made a great friendship anyway. And then it's been really nice to be able to do this. So we've been working on it just for about a year now to put together RIP Youth specifically. And when you guys are working on music, do you start writing the song first and then, okay, this person will kind of suit it? Or do you prefer it when the artist is actually in there with you working on the song? Well, a lot of times we'll start off a session with a goal in mind and maybe an artist in mind, or what maybe we'll have another artist in the room. But a lot of times, the song just takes care of itself and it takes you down a different path. And then all of a sudden we're doing something we did not anticipate at all. And having them be a part of the process and feel like they own it a little bit more artist sessions, which are hard to come by always, but when you do have them, that's your success rate because the artist is invested in that song. They feel a part of it. Usually you ask them what story they'd like to tell and they, they come alive because usually more than not, they've wanted to dabble in the side of what we do or be able to express themselves. Usually they're just handed songs rather than be handed a song. They're a part of that process, you know, and that's what's been great about this is that we have so much catalog 
that we were able to sit here in COVID and go, you know what, I think it's about time we start releasing and let's go get those songs and have a look back in the catalogue of everything that we've done. It's very plentiful. When you worked with Regan and Bombs Away, what was that like? Because obviously the music I've heard from Bombs Away, like it's really like really electro and like I've, I can't remember I've seen them live. Maybe might have like years and years ago, but it's cool how like you guys have brung different side into your new song with Regan and Bombs Away. Like it's another side we haven't seen of all of you, which is really cool. We had we had written the song with Regan and she's just amazing. She's an amazing writer, amazing vocalist. And, um, a, a, and then eventually we had the song and then we'd been wanting to do a collaboration with Bombs Away for a while. They're, you know, we're fans and they're super cool. And um, they came along and they're like, oh, we love this one that you guys did. And we're like, okay, great. And so we just started going back and forth and kind of pushing and pulling in different directions. And uh, Regan has just been signed to Mushroom Publishing and um, that's our publishing company also. So then I'd gotten to work with Regan a little bit with Dylan. I mean, Dylan and I are a package duo anyway. We were always RIP, they just didn't have that name. Um, so then working with Regan, who's so incredibly talented and she's so beautiful. It's so funny because we end up doing these interviews and I'm like, have you seen what Regan looks like? Are you sure you don't want her to tell you the story of the song? <laughs> she's like this gorgeous angel, love and light child that then could sing you Aretha Franklin to like, you'll get this reference, like a killing Heidi, like some sort of like headbanging thing. Like, you know, it's um, quite incredible, but she's also a real peach to be around. It's a really awesome song. It's so like uplifting and like empowering. So it's good that you guys all work together on that. And I like, hopefully you're going to release more music soon so we can hear it. Is there, when do you next sing because we're new as well, uh, we wanted to have traction to release a single a month for the first three to four months at least. And um, we're having, we're going back and forth on some production um, just because we are batting way above our average with all of our really great features that seem to have bought into the hype. But we've actually got some really cool remixes coming out of this song. I was just hearing that Delsa the other day, she used to vote for her own song when it first came out on the radio. And don't think I haven't hit up your Instagram or like, you know, it's like, I'll oh, request a song today. And I'm like, damn it, I wish I had one of those finsters as the kids call them, a fake so I'm not such a loser. I literally commented on one of our videos the other day and it was from a James Mars account. So I was like, oh, that's not obvious. I'm so lucky. I'm so glad I didn't write This song is so fire. Yeah. You are these guys. You're just so amazing. Be your own hype girl. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got it. God damn. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I love that uh, you you guys know um, Jojo and Nat Dunn. Like, it was so lovely when I chatted with them a few weeks ago and it's such a small world that you guys know them too. Oh, you did such an amazing job with them too. And Nat, back in Australia, when I had a development deal with Sony, she sang backing vocals on a song of mine. I was just uh, like enamored by her talent because let me tell you, okay, I'll, t- I'll speak about Jojo in a second, but Nat Dunn's voice, I mean, God damn, I'd never heard anyone sing like that ever other than like the Mariahs and things like that. And I was like, and you know, she's such a down-to-earth, grassrootsy girl back in Australia that it was like, damn it, if you have that voice, you it's like it should be a condition of being born that you must sing in the highest, most show-off capacity ever. Oh, my God, I know, right? Her voice is incredible. I saw her live when she opened for Anne-Marie 
and she just owned the stage. Like, she's so talented. She's honed her craft. She spent the time. Like, it's not for lack of hard work. She has worked her ass off. It was amazing. And um, I actually introduced them through a mutual friend of ours. And Jojo was at my house one night. I mean, how's that? So LA. <laughs> uh, in the house up in the hills. And uh, they're like, we're coming over. We're bringing our friend Jo. I'm like, oh, Google, that's fine. It's Jojo. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay. Well, you know, the drunkness in me, which you've experienced, Sam, um, <laughs> decided to say you know what i have this song and i just really need your opinion on it but like and then i played her a song and she was really into it and i came in and recorded it and nat and i that was the first time we'd been in the studio with jojo together and it's funny to think of how their friendship has blossomed because we drove away from that session going oh my god that was a moment we were like high-fiving each other and being the biggest geeks in the world oh my god jojo's gonna watch this and laugh we were like we went out of that session and went jojo just recorded our song. Were you fangirling? Yes, we were. In that session, Jojo sang like her asking us, saying, did I get that? Like, she sat there for hours, just like, and we were like, we got it in one take, but she was just like, I've got to tell the story. I need to get in, like, I need it to be believable and have the words come out. So then I'm really selling it, like, and feeling it. And we were like, everything you've done like i want to frame every single stem that we have of your vocal yeah. and glad that they became friends because like to see them have that friendship now and then also working together it's really beautiful but it's a little <laughs> bit of history and i really like it and i'm glad that i was a part of that and to see that doing well now oh that is like the best story i honestly had the best time chatting with them they're both so lovely and humble and just seeing how much they've achieved over the years and you know them killing it it's just so amazing to see exactly and it's Great that Joe get. I mean, listen, you're, you sound like a diet fan, so you probably did hear the other albums as well, but it's yeah, good to see her really getting to do what she wants mm. to do and finding a sound. But she's still young. It's so hard because yeah. we forget. Because when she had the number one, she was the youngest person in history to have a number mm. one. And she was like, what, like 13 or like. So, <laughs> you know, you think now, all these years later, I'm like, oh, yeah, sh- you're actually my age or younger. <laughs> like, how is this possible? <laughs> I was singing Get Out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Leave <laughs> right now. Now. <laughs> Such an amazing uh, song. I know, right? I love that she went and re recorded it and mm. like stuck it to him and then like used a big girl voice now, even though it's always big girl voice. Mm. Anyway, I love her. She's a good character too. Good fun, good times. Um, and yeah, and Nat has just like exceeded. I agree. I love that they're both doing so well. And are there any artists as well who are like on your wish list who you'd love to work with? Yeah, we're just open to working with whomever, really. That's the whole beauty of this project now. Like, we're pulling some big rabbits out of the hat for this first bit. But, you know, as we build a fan base, um, and it's all, I mean, all the music is music we love, but as we build this fan base, what's going to be nice for us is that we get sent a lot of people that are, uh, you know, unknowns, and they come in because they've got beautiful voices, and we have them sing, and, and then sometimes write with us as well. And you know, to be able to now give them a voice too and maybe go, do you know what? Like, we don't need to have you have a label and a huge following. We just need you to allow us to release the song with you on it. And we have a million features. And now we can finally get the songs out there. I'm so excited to hear new music from you guys. Hopefully we'll hear new music soon and hopefully uh, we'll see you in Australia as well. Thank you. I'm sure this will be the first of many. And I absolutely adore you. And I think that you're amazing. And I've been watching well just stalking since <laughs> you did the nan and joe interview and i'm really like your hustle and your enthusiasm for music are on fire with everything that you do i love that oh, amazing thank you. it translates through in your interview that's really cool
This is the Music Gems Podcast with Gemma Maddox, where we talk about artists, producers, songwriters, gems of the music world and their stories. How lovely are those guys, Dylan and James from RIP Youth. Make sure you go and check out their music and stay up to date. They've got big things coming. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Music Gems. I will catch you next time. See ya.